Hello, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Jesse Duplantis. And I'm Kathy Duplantis. And, and we want to welcome you to our another chat. And a great chat. Great Lord. chat. This, this is, is not going to be a very long chat because really? I have something we need to do today. Okay. This Sunday, what, 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 this Sunday coming, what's that date? Do uh, you all, anybody know in here? In, uh, that is the 14th, I believe. Is that the 14th? Yes, Sunday, very January special the 14th. Day, a very special day at Covenant Church. And I want everybody, if you can, to be watching. You may not be able to watch it live, but you can... How you say that? Watch uh, it later. Oh, something like that. Because I am. But lives important. And we, lately in the magazine, we've been putting out things about my new theme. Is there anything too hard for the Lord? And give God a job. Well, and uh, the theme is give God a job. And, and I want to talk a little bit about that because I want, I want all of you that are watching, because uh, uh, you're going to see this boardroom chat before this Sunday coming. Mm -hmm. uh, and I want you to, uh, oh, I don't care if you're in Iceland, I don't care where you are. I want you to write down all your dreams. I want you to write down what you're believing for. You understand everything. What we're going to do is I'm going to set that theme, and we're going to give God that job. Now, some people say in 20, uh, more and more in 24, because it rhymes, and that's good. Nothing wrong with it. I like that. But what I'm saying, it's time to keep God busy, because if you keep God busy, he's going to keep you busy. And it's time for you to receive the things you want, whether they be spiritual, physical, or financial, all three at the same time. You don't have to just do one at a time. You can do all of them. This is very important. I'd like you to view that this coming Sunday, and that would be January the 14th. They're at Covenant Church, and you can go to jdm.org. Is that how they, they do that? Yes. They uh, you'll see all the different ways you can watch our, our, our live stream, all the places you usually watch it. Where you're watching this now, you can get it there. So it's, it's on jdm.org. It's on YouTube. It's on Facebook. The app is really, though, the best place that you can JDM watch app. it. JDM app because there's no okay. commercial interruptions or anything. Well, we like definitely that. need you to watch it. And I want you to write in those things on you that are, and you don't have to put your name on it. And when I'm going to pray, I'm going to be looking at that camera and, and looking at that camera, and we're going to all pray for you to receive the things that you're believing for. You know, and quit putting them into the future. You know, when the Lord get ready. No, no, God's been ready a long time. What we have to do is be ready to receive. Right. And this is that year. Now, what I'm going to do at the Covenant Church, after I finish doing that, we're going to receive an offering. And we always, a church offering, and that's because that's what every church does on Sunday. And I've learned something about when you have a dream, when you give God a job, and you play, if you mix some fertilizer with that job, and that's the seed, that'll cause the harvest to grow a lot quicker. Not trying to get something from you, trying to get something to you. So I want you to understand it. Very important, this Sunday, it'll be January the 14th, I'm going to preach, set that up theme of 2024, and the scripture I'm using is Genesis 18, where he says, is there anything too hard for the Lord? But the theme is give God a job. Very simple. But I won't tell you something. If you do that, God will bless you beyond your wildest dreams. I want you to go with me Can today. Can I say something yeah, sure. before you move on? Because I've, yeah. already, I've already told our church on Sunday when I preached this past Sunday, and uh, so we told them to bring their physical so if you're going to be physically in, and some of you are in the area, so you yeah. can be there. If you could be in the room that we, at the church, that'd be great. So bring your, uh, your petition, if you want, your dreams that you've written down. Bring them, you don't, don't put your name on it, like you said. Yeah, and there'll be a place in the foyer. We'll, we'll put a, a container so you can put your, uh, bring your written down sheets of paper with your dreams on there. You don't have to put your name again uh, in there at the church. But if, you, if you're not here, just know that you can write your, after, don't do it now, wait, wait till after the chat. But after the chat, in the comments section, I want you to write down those dreams like Jesse was just mentioning in there. And we'll, we'll, we'll believe together because oh, people yeah. have been, will be doing this. They already now, some of them are doing it because they heard 
what I preached on Sunday about right. your dreams are so important, but we have the dream killers. But God wants you to uh, us to do this. It's a point of contact, and I'm so excited. I have such a great expectation for uh, this Sunday, but also for 2024. I'm believing that dreams are going to be fulfilled. Amen. But you have to have that point of contact. It's good to have you have people of like precious faith agreeing together Amen. for these things, and we're going to we're going to see some things happen in 2024. And, and if you can go back here on the first Sunday in January, I preached at the church coming to church on those four different things on be fruitful, always producing God's word for the human race's productivity. Well, it actually wasn't on the first Sunday of January. No. It was actually the last Sunday of 2023. That's right, yeah. And, and it was... Uh, New so, Year's Eve. New Year's Eve, that's yeah, right. Yeah, and so that's a prelude mm -hmm. to what we're going to preach January the 14th. And Kathy's Dream Killer Sermon is also, also a prelude. It's all connected. And I'm going to just give you one of the points. Faith doesn't have any guesswork in it. That's good. You see, and that's why a lot of people are guessing. That's why they don't receive. And I said on Sunday that dreams don't have an expiration date. Yeah. But we want them. We want to see a from? fulfillment. That, you gave me that. That's what I thought. But we want to see a fulfillment. <laughs> I give you credit once in a while. Once in a while. But we want to see. Not <laughs> but I only, give her cash all the time. <laughs> we want to see a fulfillment of the dreams. Right. So it's good that It's time to receive. Yeah. And that the whole key to that. Now, I want to show you something. One of the best statements, and I want people to call me this. I mean, it's such a blessing, and it's in Genesis chapter 37. And let me tell you something. Jacob shouldn't have done what he did when he come to his sons. He had favorites. You should have had favorite children. They're all your children. See, right. I, you know, we make jokes that I'm, I'm God's favorite child, and there's nothing wrong with that. But God loves us all the same. You see, he, he is no respect person. But see, what Jacob loved Rachel's children more than he did Leah's children, which he shouldn't have done that because he was the father of Leah's children as well as Rachel's children. And, and that was Joseph and Benjamin, which was Rachel's children. But Joseph was unique because God would make him what we call a fruitful bough that would actually go over the wall. Uh, and when you're talking about it, it would just grow and it, it would, he was just an amazing young man. So in Genesis chapter 37, we're talking about Joseph. And, uh, and he dreamed a dream in verse 5. And Joseph dreamed a dream and he told his brother and they hated him yet the more. Now, how many times are you going to tell somebody, this is what I'm believing for, and they get mad at you? Do you know how many people got mad at me when I started believing God for an airplane? Oh, it was a dream. Why? I mean, I don't need an airplane if I'm staying home, but I'm traveling constantly. In fact, if I'm a little, my eyes are a little tired, I just came back from California. We had a glorious time. And I mean, you know, you got to get there and get back because we have to do these things. So if we're not preaching at night somewhere, we're doing this here. It's constant. It's 24-7, see? And so that's why this is so vitally important. He dreamed the dream. So when you tell people what God has told you, you're going to do something, get ready. Some of them are not going to like you. When you believe for the hundredfold, the Bible said, with persecution, because people get envious and jealous and different things of that nature. Now watch this. And I read that in verse 5. He told him the dream. And then he told him what it was, and then he went and tell his father. And verse 9, he dreamed yet another dream and told it to his brethren and said, Behold, I have dreamed the dream more, and behold, the sun and the moon and the eleven stars made obesiates or bowed down to me. And he told it to his father, verse 10, and to his brethren, and his father rebuked him. Much as he loved Joseph, he rebuked him mm -hmm. and said to them, What is this dream that thou hast dreamed? Shall I and thy mother and thy brethren indeed come to bow down ourselves to thee to the earth? Now, Jacob didn't like that, but look what Jacob said in verse 7. And his brother envied him, but his father, Jacob, verse observed. 11, verse 11. Yeah, verse 11, excuse me. And his brother envied him, but his father observed the saying. See, Jacob realized 
this is more than just a kid dreaming a dream, that this was a prophetic dream. I really believe if you'll believe God with us on give God a job, our theme for 2024, and God says, is there anything hard for me? And I don't care what you say. You can tell him the most outrageous, unbelievable, impossible, yet doable thing because he's the one that does that. Mm -hmm. He doesn't work in the room of possibility. He works in the room of impossibility. And I'm talking about how about being debt-free? Wait, you want something even stronger? And the amount of money you were in debt, have that in liquid finance somewhere in some bank or whatever, wherever you, you do your business. Well, that's impossible. That's what I'm talking about. Give God a job. That's just one thing. You may want all your children saved. Well, you got the promise of God on that, so man, that, that's a given. Some may have backslid or walked away. They'll come back. If you'll just believe his word. I'm not trying to pump up your hope here. Hope is good to misunderstand. This will work if you give God a job. But watch this. Here comes Joseph. Again, in that Genesis chapter 37. And he wanted to go see, find his brethren. You know, and, 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 and a man told him where they were. And in verse 19, this is what his brethren said. And they said one to another, Behold, this dreamer cometh. Actually, the, uh, the reference says master of dreams. Read verse 18 first. And when they saw him afar off, even before he came near unto them, they conspired against him to slay him. <laughs> God, that's terrible. And they said one to another, behold, this dreamer cometh. Mm. I want people to call me a dreamer because you see, that's vision. That's going forward. That's not backing up, but going forward, see. Give God a job. So, I mean, we could sit name this boardroom chat. I want to be called a dreamer. I want to dream. And dreams have no expiration dates, like you said. Now, Kathy's been preaching quite a bit, and I've heard her preach a lot. But she preached this sermon, Beware of the Dream Killers, many years ago, whatever. And she re-preached it last Sunday there at the church. Right. And you need to re-preach. How many times you sang a song twice? Or a song a hundred times? But it, and I still think it's the best sermon you ever preached because of that anointing that's on that. Because it's dealing with vision. Well, we are visionaries. I knew that you talked about this, this uh, dream or this vision that you had or this plan that you had for uh -huh. everyone to write their dreams down. You mentioned that to me when we right. were just talking in the mm -hmm. car. You said that you were going to do that on January the 14th. So I said, well, I'm going to dovetail. I love to dovetail mm -hmm. or actually connect with whatever right. you're speaking, what the Lord is telling you. So I spoke that on Sunday. Even though I've been in this big series in the book mm -hmm. of Romans, it wasn't the right time for that. It's okay to have this interruption. You can change series pause. at any time. But, I mean, I, there's, there's an interruption and a pause in that Roman series because this was a message that needed to be taught at the first of the year. We have a, God has a plan for each one of us, and we need to believe it. You know, Jesse, I was just thinking when you were talking about how Joseph was a dreamer and how his brothers envied him, his dad couldn't understand yeah. what was going on. But it, it's like, you know, if, if you're dreaming and your dream is like in line with what everybody else is doing, they're okay with it. But if your dream just steps up a little higher, or maybe it's something they can't think about or conceive, then that, that resentment comes in. Right. Because I think a, a minister told us this years ago, I think it was Dan Schaefer, but I'm not sure, a wonderful pastor friend. He's in heaven, he's in today. heaven today. He's in Oklahoma City. And he said, uh, you know, that, that when, you, when you do something, it shines a light on what they're not doing. Right. Do you what happens that? is when you begin to rise, you see, you're not even trying to do that. It makes people see other people not doing what they're supposed to do. Yeah, it shines a light on what yeah. they're starting to say, well, I should be doing this or that. And they're, 
maybe right. intimidated or they're feeling resentful because they haven't achieved what they needed to achieve. You know, it's like that a lot in families, you know. Sibling rivalry. There's uh, this, this mm -hmm. lot of dysfunctional families out there. Yours was one. I know you mm -hmm. some of the That's stories correct. we've told. Yeah. But uh, when one child maybe does a little better, the other ones resent it. And it, both, all the children could have done it. Look, it started in, 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 uh, in the beginning. Cain and Abel. Cain and Abel. Abel was a, a good son. He did what God, he was, wanted to please God. And that's what, uh, he came and he slew his brother. Yeah, first murder. Yeah. But he says, and God told him, says, look, if you do right, you're going to get blessed too. Well, I, I'll use a, a good example of that. All my family's now in heaven, all my brothers and sisters, and every one of them. And, uh, uh, and thank God that we were going to see each other again. But my oldest brother, Wayne, me and Wayne were ra <clears throat> raised together. And then I had another brother and a sister. I had, we had Deborah and Mark, and, and I, I was six years, uh, 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 five, six years older than Deborah, and seven years older than Mark. That's how it was. Mm -hmm. Now, and so they were kind of raised together, you know. Anyway, to make a long story short, my oldest brother fought me like a dog. He was always jealous of me, and I used to couldn't figure out why, you know. Mm -hmm. Finally, maybe five years before, he went home to be with the Lord, and I thought, why? I mean, he, I mean, it was rough. It was not easy. And I said, I said, why? You, I, have, I have nothing for you to be jealous. But he would say this. When we, now, it's just when we were teenagers. He said, Jesse's always got some money. He's always seemed to got money in me. <clears throat> and I said, finally, I remember one time he said, I said, I'll tell you why, Wayne. And he said, why? I said, well, you know, you're running all day with your brother, with your friends, you know, drinking beer. He had a friend named Bobby Budweiser Bivin. He drank so much Budweiser, they called him his Budweiser, name. his middle name, you know, Bobby Budweiser Bivins. you know what I'm saying? And I said, now, and, and, and they would spend everything. You'd see me from 7 o'clock or 6 o'clock in the morning to 6 o'clock at night. I looked like the Jolly Green Giant. I had grass juice all over me. I'd be cutting grass trying to make a few bucks. Mm -hmm. In those days, man, you cut, a, you cut a yard for a dollar, you know? And I'm telling you, it was not easy. And I would save my money, and that's why he'd get mad, see? I said, well, all you had to do is cut the grass, too. All you had to do is just do those things. Do the he right thing. Yeah, he finally apologized. We were just kids, you know, sibling rivalry and things of that nature. But, I mean, so that's what happened. And I was always saying, this is what I'm going to do. This is what I'm going to do. I always was a visionary. This is what I'm going to do. I have a visionary conference in July here in New Orleans. And I will tell you, I, I invite people to come. I'm telling you, it's, and it's jam-packed. And I'm telling you, it will minister greatly to you. It will stir you, not my vision, our vision, yeah. to go to the world and preach this gospel to every creature. Yeah, those our gates. vision, let me keep preaching here, that, that we can love everybody. Right. Our vision that we can be blessed in the city, blessed going in, blessed going. Not just Jesse, our vision, all of us. Go ahead now. No, I was just going to say the dates because you mentioned it. Okay. The dates of those, that conference is July the 11th and the 12th. It's a Friday night. It's a, a Thursday, Thursday night, night, Friday, Friday morning, morning, Friday, Friday night. And New Orleans is known for food. People come early and they eat. They just enjoy themselves. It's such a blessing. Let me get back to this. I want you to write down those, oh, like you said, those comment things. Have y'all do that with this social media we'll thing? We'll get it to you. And we're going to believe God. And we're going to stand on the word of the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, I'm, I'm making you aware of what's going to happen on January the 14th. And then I'm going to receive the normal church offering. But what I'm going to do with that church offering is I want, God told me, he said, it's going to be like fertilizer on all their dreams. And you may want to give too. You don't have to, but if you want to, you can. But I've learned something that uh, I asked a florist one time, how come these roses are so much more beautiful than these roses? I said, y'all cut them to say, he said, these were fertilized. I said, oh, he said, these were not fertilized. 
And, and what happens is that's what giving is. It's not to get something from it, it's to get something to It's a fertilization to make a harvest grow faster. <clears throat> Me and you are givers. We love, enjoy giving. We just enjoy it immensely. And I have bought some beautiful things to Kathy, and I've seen Kathy just give things. I bought a one, I gave one time a beautiful gold bracelet, and she gave it to one of our board members. She just felt, let the Lord to just do it. I'd buy her a, a Louis Vuitton purse. Them things are expensive. And Kathy said, I want to bless my friend. And she gave it. Now, we're not bragging about that. She just wanted to do it, see? But what happened was, by her giving, God, she got more of Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Escada, and I don't know what all that kind of stuff is. But I mean, God just began to bless her. Well, that's the fertilization of, uh, uh, of that dream. And the reason why Joseph became prime minister and a fruitful bow over, he was a giver. He was a blessing. And he lived holy. And that Potiphar guy that he worked for, his wife made a hit on Joseph, and he, he got away from her. He said, how can I do this great wickedness and sin against my God? Now, I want to tell you something. He went to jail for 20 years, got it. But you know what? God went to prison for 20 years with him. God will never leave you or forsake you. Do you see what I'm saying? So, like, behold, this dreamer cometh. Now, people may get mad about that. You get mad all you want. I want you blessed in the city, blessed in the field, blessed going in, blessed going out. I want it done spiritually. I want it done physically. I want it done financially. I had a person tell me this the other night. Never have seen you sick. I don't have time to get sick. But let me tell you what I did. I sowed a seed so I wouldn't get sick. What do you mean? I sow healing by laying hands on people who are sick, and I get health. Divine healing, divine health, divine life. See, now you thought I was talking about money, huh? No, no, no. I love laying hands on people, praying for them, especially when they're sick. I'm sowing healing because there's healing in my body. You know, and, but they get healed. Believe in God for them to get healed. I get divine health. You ever saw me sick, sad, discouraged? No, I, I don't have time for those things. That's what I'm talking about, see? And God gave me, and I'm so excited about this, um, this theme, give God a job. It's so simple, so simple, whatever, you know, and we just go do it. Like Kathy is, is doing some, wanted to do some things here at the church, uh, uh, refurbish some things. Now, what did she do? She gave a contractor a job. It ain't going to happen unless you do yeah, it. And he gave a lot of other people a job. a job. So he's not the only one doing it. He's overseeing That's it right. and doing some of it. But he has a team of people in there right now just came from that room. It's wonderful to see all the changes that happen. But, you know, there's a flooring guy. There's a countertop guy. There's a cabinet guy. There's an electrician guy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, there's plumbers that have to get in there. So uh, when your dream gets fulfilled, it starts fulfilling yeah. other people's dreams. Well, you can't get your, <laughs> your dream fulfilled until you fulfill someone else's dream. Right. You see what I'm saying? Well, uh, this is, brings us back to Joseph because right. Joseph was there in right. prison and he, God used him to, to interpret the dreams of a butler and a baker that were in prison yeah. with him. Right. So later on when they got out, the, uh, the Pharaoh had a dream and they right. were trying to get someone, he wanted someone to interpret his dream. He didn't understand what it was all about. If you read the story, you know. But here it is, uh, the, the, no one, none of his wise men could do it. So they said, hey, there was a guy in prison that interpreted <laughs> our dreams. So Joseph then was brought before Pharaoh. God, uh, he says that he knew God who interprets dreams. God got the glory for it, but he interpreted the dream. So basically, Joseph helped fulfill Pharaoh's dream, right? He gave God a job. Gave God a job. And so what it was, that, that dream of 
of Pharaoh really affected the whole nation. But then you so were, I believe yeah. dreams are connected. And, oh, and, you know, definitely. We all have different dreams, sure. visions, things God has put on our heart to do. Most of the time, it's not just about us. In fact, we have dreams for this ministry. Oh, God, we don't yeah. need to dream a thing for ourselves. No. What we, we want to do is, we have a dream of seeing the whole dream world reach for Jesus. That's our main dream, reaching Amen. people, changing lives one soul at a time, and all the different things that we do all really have that one focus and that one Amen. purpose. But we want to see people's lives improve because the Word of God promises us that He will meet every need, desire of our life. And He wants to see lives changed. Because, you know, the, the devil has, has blinded people to the truth about the gospel. They think they can live life on their own and, and live successfully. But the devil has a, has a distorted view of life. And God wants to open our eyes and see the beautiful, peaceful life that we can have in Him with all of our needs met and love between our family yeah. and our relationships. Okay, let me just say this. I am known for having vision. I am a visionary. I am, and I don't mean to sound arrogant. I'm a vision specialist. I look at that because God's always telling me, go to the world and preach the gospel to every creature. Do this, do that. But my dreams couldn't come to pass until I fulfill someone else's dream. I wanted to go on broadcast television. I don't, I don't know how long we've been on. Good I God. I think it was 30 years, 40 86 years. or something no, like that. Yeah. No, I was doing television in 82. 80, 82. Oh, yeah. That's right. Right. Now, watch that. The first thing me and Kathy did was give into television ministry so I could receive. If you sow an orange seed, you get an orange. I didn't want orange seed to come back. I wanted an orange to come back. That's true. So, so I could have a, a television because the Lord told me to go preach the gospel. I said, well, I can, I'll travel as much as I can. I'm still traveling greatly. But I said, I can also, uh, you know, d do television. And then social media came on and all these different things. And we're just constantly doing that. You see what I'm saying? But and so I'm a vision specialist. That's why I do these. People say, but I'm going to tell you something. Brother Jesse know how to believe. Well, I'm not just believing for me. I am believing for the body of Christ so that we can be the generation that sees the coming of the Lord. You know, I mean, for God's sake, wouldn't you like to just go to heaven and get out of here? It would be just wonderful mm -hmm. to go to the marriage supper of the Lamb. Who don't like to go out and eat dinner? Good Lord Jesus. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, mommy, spaghetti and meatball. Meatballs as big as your fist. I don't know. <laughs> Whatever, you know. <laughs> Whatever God's cooking, that's fine with us. But you see what I'm saying when you understand that. That's why I'm, oh, that just, oh, he believes these impossible things. He's a dreamer. I love that. And I, take, I, I interpret the word dream into a visionary. But I don't want just my dream to come to pass. I had a person tell me the other day about our plane. Well, you know, you're the first one ever got something like that. I said, don't, don't say that. And I said, the reason why is not that I came I, I don't want to be by myself. I don't want to be the only person that's this. I want the whole body of Christ to have what they're believing for. I, I'm not an envious man, and I refuse to be. But I want you, and I'm going to say it again, January the 14th, I'm going to set this 2024 theme, and I'm going to preach this thing, and it's called, and the scripture I'm using, is there anything hard for the Lord? Well, we know, no. Give God a job. Amen. Do you hear what I'm saying? <clears throat> now, I want you to read a couple of these testimonies, and, uh, and, and, and then you tell them again how to do the comments and all that stuff about that. Well, this basically could be a comment, and our staff's going to start, they've actually started, I think, this week already grabbing some of your uh uh, things you're believing for. This one is from Angelo. It says, I'm believing God for a new house. Amen. Paid in full in Jesus' name. So thank you for agreeing with me and my wife. 
We've sown seed for it, and this is the year for the manifestation of it coming to pass. Now, Kathy, well, Love you guys. This is a perfect example yes. of some of the things that you can write yes. on your uh, believing dreams that you're believing God for. You could head it at that or just right. send it in. And, and, and I want to interrupt you for a minute. What's wrong with that? Why can't that person have a, a house? How come they can't have it debt-free? Why would anybody get mad about that? You ought to rejoice that somebody is believing something to receive. Yeah, and Does I like the sense? fact that they know that they can contact us to believe oh, I, with I'm them. gonna believe with you. And uh, so you have to <laughs> connect with people who are also understand the concept of faith. Sure. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. And, and they gotta have a number on them, two. If two of you agree, I'll be your two. Yeah, well, that was <laughs> our theme one year. <laughs> yes, indeed. Go ahead, read some more, babe. Okay, uh, we have people writing from all over this one. So yeah. that says, Happy New Year from this old Louisiana boy from Nuremberg, Germany. Nuremberg, Germany. Enjoyed your boardroom chat. Love you guys. This one says, uh, Badia says, Good morning from Melbourne, Australia. Kat Katarima says, Watching from Finland. And Marissa says, Brother Jesse, you rock. <laughs> I have followed you since 2000. We will, we will rock you. <laughs> Everything's okay, a song. It. It's a song. Can I finish this <laughs> yes, testimony? <laughs> Brother Jesse, you rock. I have followed you since 2004. May God increase you more and more it's from Mexico. Okay, okay. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Can I read that big one? That no. Oh, no. You talk you. enough. We will we, 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 we'll rock I, you. you. Can I, can okay, I, yeah, go ahead. Uh, I've been a partner for about eight months and believe to see increase. So if that's one of your believing things. I'm believing to see increase. But be specific about, that, about increase. that increase. You know, and this one, I'll, let, I'll save the big okay. one for you, but let me read these others first. Okay. It says, uh, hello, Brother Jesse and Kathy Duplantis. I love y'all. I've been listening to you since your radio days in Lake Charles, Louisiana. Oh, that's a long time ago. I came from Abundant Life Fellowship Church. We used to see you every year. I've enjoyed you all these years. I always get a good laugh. Praise the so Lord. So people, the joy of the Lord is one of the things that oh, yeah. that's I, a, I preach from Andy Perry Gaspar. For many, many Abundant years. Abundant life. And, and bless it. Before that, though, we did a, a, a crusade there in the city. Amen. We yeah. went rented the Lake Charles the, Civic, Center. Civic Center there. Yeah, sure did. So we were there long before you start preaching at that oh, yeah. church. And, and you've been there back there since. Uh, Elizabeth says, praise God for his word. Thank you both for such beautiful moments you share with everyone who will listen. May the blessings of God be upon you in the work you do. And this last one here, and then you could read that big one okay. that you wanted to read. Jamie says, thank you for your teachings. I admire both of you. Your authentic, perpetual blessings. And That's a great a closing, perpetual blessings. Then this one here, I love this. It says, Happy New Year, Pastor Jesse and Kathy. I first heard you on TBN back in the 80s when I was a teenager, and the church was on fire with revival. To see all these decades later and still on fire for the Lord stirs my spirit. Yes, sir. I mean, I'm still burning. I'm like the sun. I ain't burning out, praise <laughs> God. It's going to take four billion years, my God. But I said, stirs my spirit. Just like Kathy said, she kept asking, seeking, and knocking for Jesse's salvation. I've been praying to see the promises of God for all these years. Almost 10 years ago, our life changed with the passing of many loved ones one right after another, and it definitely took a toll on my faith. Since then, it has been an uphill climb, but slowly I found myself falling back into the arms of the Father. Thank you for the humor and love that you both share, because it truly helps believers like me continue fighting the good fight 
and to run the race that the Lord has set before us. Blessing to you both and all of your family. Hmm. Let me tell you something, son. I hadn't lost my passion. I hadn't lost the fire. Right. I tell you what, I mean, I'm going on 75 years old and I feel like a million bucks. And I tell you what, I wish I would have looked as young as Kathy. I am older than Kathy. She's 71. I just thought I'd tell you. <laughs> he it loves to matter. tell people that. Yeah, I just, it don't make no difference. We're here to do the work. That's We're here right. to so give God a job. Amen. And I mean that's just it. So partners, I don't know. I, I hope me and Kathy say thank you enough. You've been so courteous and kind to us. We will not waste your seed. Uh-uh. You know, we don't just look at it. We plant it, put it in world evangelism. This, I've said it so many times, but I, I think sometimes people don't understand what I'm saying. What you send, 100% of it's going in the world evangelism to reach people to change lives one soul at a time. Debt free since 1982. I want you debt free. Do you understand? I want that. Give, give, how about a job? Write that on, your, on, on, on a piece of paper. You that are coming to the church on January the 14th. And then also the comments things. If you want to start today, you want to give today. If you want to, you don't have to, you want to, go to jdm.org. That's our website. You can give that way. You can use PayPal if you want to use those kind of people. Text to give, a one-time donation or a recurring one. You can, and Kathy loves the JDM apps where you can select the giving you want. Or you can mail in an old-fashioned donation, like, you know, using the post office, whatever you want to do. 100% of it. I'm so excited about it. 100% of it. You know what? And when you're doing that, you're giving God a job. Some 30, some 60, some 100 fold. Now, what one of the sums are you? Don't get mad at me if me and Kathy are the 100 fold sums, some 30. Why? We decided to stretch our faith. We decided to say, wait a minute. There's more we can do because we live in an economic world. And, you know, let me help you. God don't care. What kind of house you live in, what kind of car you drive, the church world does. The secular world has fits about that. He don't care. Go to heaven and see what he's got. There's not one house on this planet that can compare with anything that's built in you know, heaven. I really I love that because when I think of God, I think mm. of a limitless Oh, yeah. Limitless potential. He will not put a restriction on your dreaming. In fact, he wants us to dream bigger. He wants us to think higher. He says in, in Isaiah, he talks about my, his thoughts are not our thoughts. Right, our, his ways, our, are, not his ways, ways. are not our ways. They're high above the heavens. Oh, it says, man. So just as the rain comes down and waters the earth, so shall oh, he says God. he, and it Holy causes <laughs> something to rise up. God's, God wants us to dream bigger and look at him and see what he did. There is no limit. And, and he had, in fact, this is the dream. I love what he told uh, Abraham. He says, don't take the limits off. He says, the dream I have for you and for your family is, is as big as the sky. Look, go look out, look, look yeah. out, see, look at all the stars. If you can count the stars, you'll be able to count them. He said, but you can't count them. You can't. So my God, my God's plan is a limitless plan. Oh, it's such we a We can't blessing. put restrictions on God based on our own limitations. But when we, when we get in the realm of the spirit, then, then the limitations are gone. Yeah. So and when you, you write, are a spirit. Exactly. Housed in the soul and clothed So when you write body. down that list, don't put limitations on. Be, in fact, seek God about it. Ooh, Look, get in touch yeah. with heaven. Spend time in prayer and write it down. And, and be, uh, if you can have scriptures with it, that's up to you. But it's good that you write the list down so you Amen. can have something, point Amen. of contact. To believe for. And, and I, I want to say this once again. When you understand what I'm talking about, some of you, you, you're on our mailing list, you got our magazine, and we were talking about give God a job. But I'm, you're going to hear me personally talk about this. I'm going to set some things in the order. 
Yeah, and of course, the magazine is one of the voices of Jesse the Planet's Ministries, and, th- and, and that's fine. But my, I, I want you, January the 4th, if you can be at Covenant 14th. Church, January the 14th, and bring all your dreams. I don't care if you got to use legal pads. <laughs> I don't know what you believe. We're going to give God a job. We're going to keep him so busy. Do you understand what I'm saying? And we're gonna, I'm going to lay hands on it. I'm going to pray for it. Just like when I'm praying for people to be ministered to and blessed. And I want, well, sure, I can. The Holy Ghost want to speak out, I'm telling you, because God wants a job. And you got to give it to him. And, I, and I'm going to tell you something. It'll be your best year ever. It will be. I'm not trying to get your hopes up and trying to, uh, no, I'm telling you, if you, but you got to mix faith with it. If you don't mix faith, nothing happens. And we're believing God for some wonderful things for this year. With that $20 million donor, we need that. To do projects, right. uh, you, know, you know, everything. I wish it was cheaper. Mm-hmm. I wish it was a million dollars. I wish it was a hundred dollars, but it's not. So that's fine. You know what I'm saying? I give God. I pull, place that. He uses people. God's not a uh, what they call that? Uh, uh, he prints money. What they call it? Uh, uh, counterfeit. A counterfeiter. He wouldn't do that. But you know, okay. I'm gonna say this, and I'm gonna close. That guy says, "But Jesse, you make money." I said, "I don't make money." I'm going to talk a little bit about that on January 4th. I'll give you a little hint. I don't make money. I generate money. What? I don't make money. If you're making money, you're beating every bush you can get to try to get some more. You just weigh yourself out. But when you generate money, well, how you generate money? When I give my seed, but also my demeanor. And you're believing, right? I'm believing. Also my demeanor. I create trust, and I don't break that trust. That's how you generate things. In other words, if you had somebody do contract work for you mm-hmm. and they did such a good job, they have generated trust so that the next job that comes up, you immediately just call them people. That's right. You see, do you see what I'm saying? So you generate instead of just make it. Mm-hmm. Don't want to miss this thing. One more time, January the 14th here at Covenant Church. And if you're online and you can't hit to watch it, uh, you said they can talk, the There's, comments, There'll be a live stream going on there and you can... You can send ahead of time your comments uh, anytime. Now, our, our social media team will be uh, watching for those. Amen. We'll print them up. We'll have them in the house. Sometimes some of it will just be, we know that they'll be uh, being sent even live. So we'll believe in Amen. by faith because I believe that when you start to write it down, the Holy Spirit sees it. And there's no Amen. distance between us and, and God. When we believe by faith, we, we're connected in the spirit realm. And what I'm believing in, I want people to call you. Like they called you, behold, this dream are coming. But you know what they're going to say next? Or what you're going to say next? Uh, ladies and gen- gentlemen, the dream has come. <laughs> yeah, and the jo- job every dream that it, Joseph dreamed woo, in their example today came to, came to pass. If you read that whole couple of chapters yeah. there that record his life, that's my he's favorite a great phrase example. It came to pass. And it came to pass. Uh-huh. Good. The other one is suddenly. Suddenly, which is immediately his twin brother. Praise <laughs> God. Hallelujah. So do this. And like I say, if you're bringing, and you can be physical in the church, don't put your name on it. Put it on a piece put, of paper. Put them dreams, buddy. And, and what do you believe in God? And it could be anything, spiritual, physical, financial, whatever. Or all three. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you what I'm doing. I no longer do one thing at a time. Uh-uh. I'm doing it all in one lick. Mm-hmm. You know, why? Vision. Right. And every time I complete something, it, I, I kind of give it like this. I'm on the one-yard line of a football game, and the God says, set. Boy, when I take off and he throws me a pass, I catch it, and I cross the, uh, into the goal, and I want to do like the football players, you know, dance. and 
And I look around, and he's, I'm on another football field on the one-yard line, and God says, set. In other words, give me another job. That's good. Keep me busy. That's good. Well, you keep God busy, God's going to keep you busy. Amen. This is Jesse and Kathy saying we love you. My God, do this because it's going to happen if you'll believe it. Mm -hmm. See you next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.